I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the Basement Poetry Podcast. This is episode five, and it's only up from here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm in my basement. I got my coffee, and I'm ready to read some great poetry. I want to hop right into the poem today, mainly because it's a really um, evocative poem. and I think it's really relevant to our time right now when we talk about racism in America and, and around the world. So I want to give that poem its due diligence. I also want to say welcome to the Basement Poetry Podcast. And if you didn't see the last or hear the last episode of the podcast, I want to remind you that I have a Basement Poetry Podcast email up. It is basementpoetrypod at gmail.com, basementpoetrypod at gmail.com. And that's where you can send all your inquiries, your comments, um, suggestions. And if you have a poem you want me to read or go through, you know, send it there. Um, I'm really excited to start that conversation with you guys. So I wanted to remind you guys of that. And that's all. I'm going to jump right into this poem so that we can talk about it a lot more than normal afterwards. So the poem I'm going to read today is titled Talk by Terrence Hayes. And Terrence Hayes is an amazing contemporary poet. He um, has a whole list of books out. Um, Some include books like hip logic he has his latest book is um american sonnets for my past and future assassin that one is a book all titled every poem in that book is titled american sonnets for my past and future assassin and he talks about a wide range of topics including race which we're going to talk about today and so i'm just going to jump right in and read this poem um i just want to Actually, I'm not going to preface anything because I want you to feel the full weight of this poem. Talk by Terrence Hayes. Talk like a nigger now, my white friend M said after my MLK and Ronald Reagan impersonations. The two of us alone and shirtless in the locker room. And if you're thinking my knuckles knocked a few times against his jaw or my fingers nodded at his throat, you're wrong. Because I pretended I didn't hear him. And when he didn't ask it again, we slipped into our middle school uniforms since it was November, the beginning of basketball season, and jogged out onto the court to play together in that vision Americans wish for their children. And the point is, we slipped into our uniform harmony and spit out, Go team! Our hands stacked on and beneath the hands of our teammates, and that was as close as I may have come to passing for one of the members of the dream. My white friend thinking I was so far from that word that he could say it to me, which I guess he could, since I didn't let him taste the salt and iron in the blood. I didn't teach him what it's like to squint through a black eye. And if I had to wonder if he would have grown up to be the kind of white man who believes all blacks are thugs, or if he would have learned to bite his tongue or let his belly be filled by shame. But more importantly, would I be the kind of black man who believes silence is worth more than talk? 
or that it can be a kind of grace, though I'm not sure that's the kind of black man I've become. And in any case, M, wherever you are, I'd just like to say I heard it, but let it go, because I was afraid to lose our friendship or afraid we'd lose the game, which we did anyway. So that was talk by Terrence Hayes, and that poem just means so much to me um, personally. I feel like when we talk about the racial tension that's going on in the world right now, this is one of the poems that really came to me first once everything started, because I feel like besides what we're seeing on the media, and racism is so apparent in our faces right now because of the administration that is in power right now, but I think even more than that on a very personal level like you personally and in your communities and in my community um, how are we attacking racism even at its most minute level you see what I'm saying and I feel like this poem really helps lay that image out and I feel like and if any, if you ask anyone who's talked to me about racism and how I feel about racism um it always comes back to this, and I and I say this, and I could be wrong, but I never, you know, there's times where I feel like people are definitely at fault, but I feel like the racism we battle a lot in our personal lives is a racism of ignorance, and that, like, not knowing, like, a white person not knowing how to go about day-to-day life around a black person and not offend them, and there's, like, this ignorance that they just have about thing and I'm and it's and so some some part of me is like whose fault is it and I feel like this poem is asking that question whose fault is it in this situation because you know it's his friend you know he's talking about having a conversation with his friend that he's on the basketball team with and he says the word nigger which we obviously know is a racial and derogatory term um but I don't know about you guys I had when, you know, growing up, if you have a white friend that's really close to you, um, they could be tempted to say that word around you because they feel so comfortable around you. But whose fault is it in that situation? And as you can see in this poem, he doesn't say anything to his friend. He just ignores it like he didn't hear it. And so I feel like Terrence Hayes is saying, is it his fault for not saying anything to his friend? And, you know, And, you know, how would his friend have turned out had he said something? Had he said, had he punched him? Had he even rebuked him in any way? How would his friend have turned out later on in life? And he says, you know, I didn't teach him what it's like to squint through a black eye. And I love that line because the ambiguity there is that he didn't punch him in the face. He didn't give him a black eye. And he also didn't show him what it's like to live his life or live through the black experience. And I feel like that part is something that as black people, we need to really grasp and stop being just like, oh, that person's racist and, you know, not saying anything about it and just ignoring it because I feel like the ignorance on their part needs to be addressed. So we should not be ignorant about it either we shouldn't just 
you know, move on from the topic because, you know, it's hard to talk about and they should just already know because if that was the case, they would have already known because we learn it in history books and this and, and this and that. And so I think here we are learning that as black people, we do have a responsibility. And I, that's why that's one of the reasons I love what is going on right now when you look at the media and everyone's stepping up and finally speaking up because we could have been quiet about it and then it would still happen and things may still happen in the future that you know police may still keep killing us um you know and it's almost a fact because that's just how it how things happen but we can't allow people to be ignorant to it anymore and I don't want you know, this to be something that continues to go on. It's crazy because in the, like in this poem, I had a, I used to work at giant, you know, the grocery store and, and there was this guy that came and he started working there. And I remember, you know, it was like, might've been his first week and he was such a cool dude. And there was, I had nothing against him whatsoever. Um, but you know, we were, we kind of just bonded. He was the new guy. I was helping him out and, you know, he was white. And I just remember him just like, I don't know if he was rapping a song or we were just having a conversation. And he said, and he said, nigga, while we were talking. And um, I just remember looking at him like, but also kind of appalled that he even had the nerve to say it. Like we had only known each other for like five days, maybe at most. And to think that he had, you know, he was really like brave enough to be like, I'm just going to say it. And I think about this poem from that moment. And I remember being in that moment just saying and I thought about ignoring it and just acting like it didn't happen but I remember turning to him and saying whoa man I would appreciate it if you don't say that around me you know what I mean and even just that small thing let him know at least I feel like it let him know that saying that wasn't okay whether he says that in his own home you know I'm assuming that he had friends that he grew up with that were really comfortable with him, you know, talking like that. And I think he tried to explain that to me, but I was like, I get what you're saying, but around me, I would appreciate it if you didn't say that. And he understood it and he never said it again. I worked with him for almost a year. He never said the word around me again. And so whether, you know, I don't know what he's going to turn out to be as far as racism goes, but that if I would have never said nothing, I kind of feel like the blood is also on my hands at the same time. And so I go forward and I think about that a lot. And I think about um, this poem a lot when I'm in situations with um, people and potential racist situations. Um, so, yeah, if you are a person of color, maybe you're not out protesting and I love the people that are really speaking out. But remember that once everything is off the media and stuff like that, what you say to the guy at the corner store, what you say to your cousin's friend, what you say to your best friend who is white, that stuff means a lot when it comes to the effect of racism in this in this country. Um, let's not act like those... Um, like minor interactions from day to day don't have an effect because they do so don't feel bad if you're not out there protesting right now but remember that you have a responsibility 
in your own community and in your own family and in your own social circles. I think that's something we have to remember. Let's not be ignorant. White people, do not be ignorant. Do not allow yourself to remain ignorant. And I will not remain ignorant to it either. And we can start to have a conversation about this thing. And so that's what I wanted to say. You know, if you guys want to, if you guys have any comments on what was said during this podcast, remember to email them at basementpoetrypod at gmail.com. And I would love to have a further conversation with you if you are, you know, down for that. Um, And, you know, excuse me if I... I hope I didn't offend anyone, and I know I didn't preface saying that the N-word would be in the poem. I wanted you guys to feel that, because I feel like the poem asks us to be uncomfortable. We have to be uncomfortable with our situation in order to change it, and that's what I'm going for. So, thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope you got a lot out of this. And remember, the poem, the link to the poem is going to be in the description, as as well as a bio of Terrence Hayes. And so thank you guys for tuning in to the Basement Poetry Podcast. Um, Yeah, I'll talk to you guys next time. Peace.